On Radio National, you're with Andy Park. The federal government is finalising the shape of its energy market intervention, including giving serious consideration to a price cap on wholesale gas. Last month's budget forecast gas prices to rise by more than 40% over the next two years, with electricity to rise more than 50% in the same period. Well, Treasurer Jim Chalmers flagged government intervention on budget night with pressure mounting for clarity on exactly what that could look like as businesses and unions warn the consequences of not acting will be disastrous. It's just wise for the government to consider options about how best to deal with that across the broader community. Without a solution, we are moments away from seeing the first job losses go. Does it really take us as a country to publicly cajole and browbeat them on the way in which they have priced an Australian resource for access by Australian businesses and households. Gas and coal are going up way too fast for our economy to withstand if, if, if they remain unchecked. So, we'll, you know, there's a lot of very smart people, very thoughtful people looking at that, the level of the price cap. Resources Minister Madeleine King today gave the strongest indication yet that a price cap will be set on gas in addition to the previously discussed mandatory code of conduct. There has also been some speculation about the role of direct subsidies to the industry. Bruce Mountain is an Associate Professor with the Victorian Energy Policy Centre. Welcome back to RN Drive, Bruce. APIA, the peak organisation for gas companies, says a price cap would act as a handbrake on supply and result in poorer outcomes for Australians Uh, and the international market. What role could price caps have on gas in addressing this current energy crisis, in your view? Uh, Hi. Um, Hi, Andy. Um, Well, look, a a cap at a wholesale price level um, may be problematic to the extent that the gas producers are able to access a higher export price uh, and so will be less keen to sell gas in the Aussie market um, in which case there may be shortfalls of um, gas supply. So uh, a gas price cap, at least at a wholesale level, cannot be considered in isolation of some kind of obligation to sell gas as well. Um, the other critical issue with the wholesale price cap is it's not just the gas prices, gas all that matters, it's how it flows through in the power market. And uh, if a price cap at a wholesale level does not flow through in lower wholesale prices to the end customer, then it just flows through as a higher profit to the power company. Exactly. That's my question because, uh, you know, there has to be mechanisms for the government to ensure price caps are passed on to the consumer when they're directed uh, straight to the wholesale market. Otherwise, well, that's just profiteering and and rent-seeking, isn't it? Yeah, indeed. Uh, These are awfully hard issues and I should think the government will probably want to come up with a package which combines uh, perhaps a wholesale cap, an obligation also to, to make gas available in the market, perhaps some kind of an obligation which is very hard to enforce on the pass through of that wholesale price into the power market. Um, and possibly also a retail cap and a windfall tax. And these are all the options to be traded off. Um, All options are being tried in one form or t'other. In fact, all of them in some cases in the EU. And there's a lot of evidence to draw on there. Um, so far, not encouraging in any case, really. It's it's a very, very difficult problem. The AWU uh, is calling for a cap of between 8 and $10 per gigajoule in line with uh, the five-year average. There is a suggestion that the cap could be slightly above that level. So why is that number so critical and, and what flow-on impact could it have?
could it have? Um, I think many of the gas companies and the gas users are used to a price around $8. That probably wouldn't be terribly far north from the contracted price that they have now. Um, but it's about a third of the spot price in the market. And so gas producers will have a very powerful incentive not to sell gas in the local market. Um, so uh, th this is unfortunately the difficulty. The situation is perhaps a little better than it was in June when short-term gas prices were even higher. Um, but it looks like the gas supply situation in the EU is tightening even further. Um, so... Um, uh, I can fully understand the agitation over the level of the cap, but it really needs to be thought of as a package. And unless there's an obligation to, to also sell a volume of gas um, at a cap price, uh, I fear that, that gas uh, firms will, will simply find that they don't have much gas to sell into the local market. The other dimension to, to this is the potential for this kind of uh, it, well, let's call it an industry subsidy. Sure, it's designed to flow through to the consumer, but this kind of uh, price cap setting the wrong signal and deterring investment in things like renewables. Uh, has that been canvassed, that idea? Uh, yeah, and, and that's all part of it. Uh, we need to get on with the switch over from gas and coal into wind and solar. And to the extent that you undermine the price signals of gas and coal, which is exactly the opposite of what you would be wanting to do, um, government needs to step in to compensate perhaps some of the wind and solar farms that otherwise wouldn't uh, build new wind and solar farms. So um, th there is no free lunch here. I should think at a cap price of $12 a, um, a, a, a and also we will have to think of some kind of a coal price. Uh, uh, wind and solar investment wouldn't necessarily be undermined. Uh, it'll sort of slow it down to some degree. Um, uh, but I think the incentives to invest are still reasonably strong, but it does head in the wrong direction if we want to get on with the transition. 24 minutes past six, uh, you're listening to RN Drive with Andy Park. Bruce Mountain is here. We're talking about the shape of government intervention in the gas market. Let's switch to talking about electricity prices. Why has the focus been so heavily on gas uh, this in this sort of part of the agenda, if you like? Um, I think because the relative change in gas price has, um, at least on average over the last sort of six months or so, being higher than the relative change in the power price. We've seen a bit of moderation in the contract market for power, at least in those states that uh, need gas as, as, their, uh, as their fuel at the margin. Um, so I think gas has had more attention because of the relative impact uh, we we're seeing a bit of a bit of moderation, but still extraordinarily high wholesale prices. Um, I think both are relevant, but but gas is has has surged even higher, um, and is a important fuel as an end product fuel, but also in the impact that it has in the power market. So you can, to some degree, kill two birds with one stone by trying to deal with the wholesale gas price. There have been renewed discussions about direct subsidies in the electricity market. This was previously all but ruled out for fear of an inflationary impact. It's the last thing that we need in the economy right now. Minister King today suggested it could be back on the table. What impact would direct subsidies have in the electricity market? Uh, if they subsidise the end customer's price, which means setting a cap for a certain volume of uh, use, 
Um, it means that effectively government would need to subsidise the difference and they could uh, structure that as a loan to the energy suppliers and seek to get the suppliers to pay it back over time, which is essentially where the Brits and the Germans have uh, got to. In, in Britain and Germany, the size of the subsidies are absolutely eye-wateringly large and it is going to have a huge fiscal impact. And it's not obvious that those fiscal loans will be paid back over time. It's ultimately getting customers to fund themselves with the government acting as a entity that sort of offers the funding in the um, short term. So um, we luckily are not seeing relatively anywhere near the increase that they've seen in the EU. So it hasn't been as big a challenge yet. Um, but should the government wish to step in and cap retail electricity or gas prices, uh, they will need to step in and either have the taxpayer bear the difference between a, a, um, a, 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 a cheap price for a certain volume um, or structured as a loan to the energy companies. But um, that simply means getting electricity customers and gas customers to fund themselves over time, which will be problematic. So... Um, uh, it's uh, these are. I, I can fully understand the government having taken its time over this. These are just very, very difficult issues. Such a delicate balance to strike here. Certainly, I think we're all looking for a bit of energy price relief in the lead up to Christmas, but not at the cost of uh, somehow stimulating more inflation. Bruce Mountain is an associate professor at the Victoria Energy Policy Centre. Thanks for your time tonight, Bruce. Super. Thank you, Andy. Find more great ABC RN stories that take you beyond the headlines on the ABC Listen app.